Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ramble. Pretty basic. Hey, hey guys, guys, what's up? Wait, let's try at I the same time. Nervous. Let's try. Ready? One, okay. two, three. Hey, hey guys, what's up? And welcome, welcome back, back to, to Pretty Basic. Fog, that's so chuggy. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Saying things in unison is not chuggy. Breathing, chuggy. Sitting, chuggy. Sounds like my comment section lately. Okay, when you. No, literally me. What is the most chuggy thing that you do? No, 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 no. When I just think of the most chuggy Alicia, I just think of Coachella, like 2014 or something, (laughs) with like the circle glasses and like the The flower flower crown. crown. And just being like. Denim shorts, crochet. We got screwed over. That was the worst style like the 2010 era of style the worst i don't know what you're talking about the worst but like so much of it has come back no early 2000s has come back i'm talking like 2010s like you remember like oh. the when like the big costume necklaces oh and my like God. the belts and like color blocking with like big big uh socks dc sneakers I feel like this DC is these sneakers. Yeah. What, what 2010 era were you in? I was in middle school when that was a big thing. I feel like those were big, right? No, you're thinking a little earlier still. Oh. I'm talking like fresh out of YouTube, like like early, early YouTube, like that era. Oh, the like Tumblr circle era. skirts. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I'm on par now. Yeah, insert photos for our video watchers. If you uh, are not watching our YouTube channel, I'm a little offended. It's okay. I forgive you. Um, I just think it's so much fun. I've been loving watching YouTube podcasts because it feels more like a show and it's just I don't know and you get to see the effort of our cute outfits that we put in oh for sure and I like putting it on my tv mm-hmm. and like having it go in the background while I'm cleaning or doing something like oh that oh my god totally it's the best also we are having a live show Woo! we are Woo! you guys can come see us IRL in real life and uh just hang out watch us basically record a live podcast episode um we're gonna meet some of you guys if you got the VIP ticket and I'm just very very excited we haven't done one of these in honestly a few years so I'm so excited to just see you guys and I feel like it'll be good vibes oh for sure did you say the date I totally blacked out okay cool uh March 13th at 7 p.m at the Irvine Improv come on over I did venture over to uh South Coast Plaza recently did you know and I think I'm a little bit of a I can't even say it I was gonna say I was gonna say you're either saying homebody or whore I was gonna say (laughs) a little bit of a hometown hero I know joke though. I met like 50 people at the mall and they're like, we've been waiting for you to come to the mall. 
One time I remember being at the Brea Mall and I heard these two girls being like, oh my God, we just saw Rebecca Black. And I was like, oh my God. I hadn't like known her at that point, which is funny. I um, take it back. Rebecca Black is the hometown hero of, of Orange Brea County. Mall. Yes, yes. <laughs> it gave me like, I was like, wow, can't wait for the live show in Irvine. It's going to be so fun. She's like, I'm a celebrity. She also can't wait to move back to Orange County for her like real OC housewife one, life. One day. Yeah. One if day. you ever start feeling like, irrelevant in LA it's like let's just move and then you're like oh my god everyone <laughs> every day I'm at me. South Coast Plaza like, you at the paparazzi Stop. photos you outside of like Target Wetzel Pretzel like, Wetzel <laughs> hot dog on a stick yeah. Yeah. I fucking love Yo, hot dog on a I stick I always wanted it when I was younger my mom would never let me really yeah she's like that's not healthy oh my god that's all my mom would let me eat that but instead of a hot dog it's cheese on a stick oh my god and their green lemonade. That's what she'd feed me. Green? <laughs> Makes sense. Limeade. It's like Limeade. their but it's literally just like their lemonade with green food coloring. Wait, what was it. your favorite fast food in a mall? Ooh. Like in the, the food court. Specifically at the Brea Mall, there's something called Genghis Khan, which is like a Mong Yes. Mongolian barbecue. Yes. Oh my yes. god. And you put the frozen meats and you're like pounding it when they don't look yes. because you get more yes. in your bowl. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. We really like We're same connected. page, same page. I'm my, also a hoe for an Auntie Anne's. So sorry. Almond Auntie pretzel. Anne's. Yes. I was never. Yeah. Okay. The Mongolian barbecue, man. Yeah. Yo, really? Yes. Were you going to say my, that? Oh my. No. The first time I ever had it was at Victoria Gardens. If anyone knows that in Rancho Cucamonga, like this really pretty outdoor mall. And I would be so excited because we would go and drive from <laughs> freaking Riverside all the way like, 20 minutes over there. And I would be so excited to have it. And it was just, oh, so good. You know what I think about when I hear Victoria Gardens? Uh oh. One time. I had a kleptomaniac person in my hall in college oh, yes. and the person in, in which I thought and my lawyer said I must not <laughs> allege it who's it. Yeah, one time we wanted to say the whole story yeah, and I, your lawyers were like, no. But I will say to this, the thing is, and my loyal lawyer will appreciate this, I still don't know to this day who it was, also, but I'm allowed to have assumptions. And I can, allegedly, you don't know shit. Allegedly, <laughs> I still do not know. No, no. For a fact, I do not know. Yes. Allegedly, I thought it was a person. And so when I I just needed to get that person out of the hall to check and see if I could find any of my belongings in their piles, maybe. And the, I never understood people who steal. I mean, and if, lie if they about are it. a kleptomaniac, though, it's like it's actually a, a thing that they can't Are they control. aware of it? Uh, I'm sure they know they're doing it, but they can't control whether or not they So, do. but when they're lying, do they know that they're lying or do they truly like convince themselves that they- I'm sure it differs. It, okay. it probably depends, but the only, <laughs> when this person left, they went to the Victoria Gardens Apple store and I mapped it. I was like, I have 32 <laughs> minutes each way to get this done. That's, and that's, I've never been to Victoria Gardens. But You've that, never been? No, but that's what I think of. Oh I'm like, God, there's an Apple store go. there. We should totally go. Should we? Yeah, you'll okay. be a hometown hero. I already am. <laughs> also, in case you guys did not know, we have pretty basic merch. Yes, we do. And there are a few select pieces in each of the styles still left. So if you guys are wanting it, check it out, prettybasic.com. And also we're we're always like adding things or like restocking like along the process. So even if you don't hear us like talk about a restock, there still could be. So definitely like sign up for emails and all that fun stuff. Um, but yes, let us know also if there's any colors or anything you guys you know, are just looking forward to. Anyways, I'm excited for the live show. I cannot. I'm, I'm like, should we make our, maybe for the outfits, we should like customize some of, with our merch, <gasps> like make custom looks with the merch. I want a rhinestone boot. Wait, if you guys are going, buy the merch, wear it, and we can all, it'll just be like a sea of everyone wearing content baby content on their ass. I, <laughs> that's all I could ask for, honestly, here. I have a story for the class. I've been holding this one. I wrote it down in my notes so I wouldn't forget, but trust me, I will not forget because 
since this happened, I've thought about it every day, every Wait, night. Do share, do share. Every waking moment. I You have my undivided attention. Wow. <laughs> this is a priceless moment, people. <laughs> so I ruined Cal's life. I ruined it in the most roamy way possible. Let me set the scene. I know. I'm like, where are we going with us? It's a Thursday night. Hold on. As your friend, how do you need me right now? Am I like, like I want to support. I want to be there. I like, might cry. I'm well, okay. Like, okay. okay. We'll hold it. Can we get tissues on hold? Yeah, please. Just kidding. I'm not gonna cry. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cal. She's not sad. <laughs> I just feel bad. And he has let me know that it's okay, but okay. I, I just feel really bad. So <laughs> it's Thursday night. Lauren has invited us out to celebrate Jeremy's birthday. Mm -hmm. She made it very, very clear that we are not allowed to take photos or videos. Literally the text is like, no photos, no videos, especially no vlogging. She Oof. was like, Remy, no <laughs> vlogging. It's like the, the invite to 50 people at Remy yes. Cruz, no, no vlogging. vlogging. <laughs> Literally. And so I'm so like, obviously, just like my second nature now, I'm just like vlogging, filming, but this specific restaurant does not allow photos Got whatsoever. It. So that's the reason. For that no. was the reason. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, I know Jeremy's always down to be in a video. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. Um, she was like, no, sorry, restaurant policy. So I was like, okay, Remy, you got this, you got this. So we go to the restaurant. It's pitch black, essentially in the restaurant, super like small, dark, moody, mm -hmm. very LA. I didn't even know this existed, but it's like on La Cienega, it's like a huge street. You walk in through, it's like almost like a speakeasy. Yeah. You walk in through this little door and then all of a sudden there's like music playing and like moody lighting and everything. And so we're just waiting and then everybody sits down and we've got like, a, you know, 14 people or so at this table, just like having dinner, having a good time. I'm like three drinks in. I've had two Greyhounds okay. and an espresso so Romy martini. Romy has arrived. Romy has parked outside. No, Ubered yeah. safely yes, outside. Obviously. So um, also fun fact, I did one time controversially tweet something that I didn't know was gonna be such a big deal. I tweeted, I'm sorry. I just don't think espresso martinis are good. Mm. Little did I know the controversy that it would spike. Also, it really depends on the place because I've had some that I'm like, yeah, and then like gagging, disgusting. Yeah. And then I've had, I literally had one screaming not too crying. long ago. And I was like, that just tastes like coffee, like a latte. Yes. And it was great. Yes. So I've learned ask for Bailey's in it because that's what makes it like that creamy. Mm. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> so I had two right greyhounds. I was on my espresso martini. I was living, laughing, loving. And I look up and I see a man sitting in this booth, like five feet away, no joke. And it like, there's just so few tables in this restaurant. I look up, I'm like, you know, that kind of looks like Bruno Mars. Shut the fuck up. I'm just like staring and I'm like, but I've seen Bruno Mars front row and he just, it didn't look quite like Bruno front Mars. Front row. I had, to, I had to throw in the front row, but really I did. Like, cause I've seen him like obviously perform as yeah. Bruno Mars. And I was like, I, I, I tap Cal, I'm like, is that, is that Bruno Mars? And he's already white. Ghostly <laughs> Casper arrives. Keep in mind, Cal last year, you know, you do your Spotify year in review. Yes. The only artists he listened to, his top three. Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. He would like give a limb. And for we them. saw Anderson Pack. Yes. He is obsessed. Oh, so he, like our first date, he dragged me to like a car. It was cute. He didn't drag me. He <laughs> took me willingly to this carnival in downtown that was like very underground. Like there weren't that many yeah. people there just because Anderson Pack was performing. Like he somehow like knew. Oh, we literally yeah. went to that restaurant yeah. because Anderson Pack is an investor because Cal, for some reason, like has every like tweet notification on about anything Anderson Pack does. And Bruno Mars. And Bruno Mars. So he's like- I love Bruno oh, Mars. 
my God. And he's freaking out. And then he goes, oh my God, Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars are sitting at the oh, table. What? And like, you know, Cal, um, you know, Cal, Cal's trying to be cool. Like Cal's like, oh, <laughs> like just oh wait, I'm so out. happy for Cal, but freaking. you ruined it. Bitch, what did you so do? He's freaking out, freaking out. And then I've just learned, you guys, I can't be brought around celebrities. Oh no. I've learned I just can't keep my cool time and time again. In case you missed it, one time I was in a hair salon with Miley Cyrus for three hours. (laughs) I kept my cool for the whole time. I pretty much didn't speak because I was so scared I'd say something and she would hear me. In the last 20 seconds of me before I leave, I just start singing one of her songs (laughs) in a dead silent salon. One time I walked in and I saw this really nice car outside and I see this, I'm like, oh, that's a nice car. I'm walking up and I go, hey, that's a really nice car. Whose car? Is that Kendall Jenner's in the in the room? It's Kendall Kendall Jenner's car. You me. Um, so I've just learned I can't be around celebrities. <laughs> and so I'm looking at Bruno Mars and I'm like trying to be like cool, but you know the whole I'm night nervous. I'm like, <laughs> and I hate I'm so like chill. Like I like um, it. Luckily, okay. So Cal's freaking out, and the whole night I'm like, are you okay? Are you okay? And he's like, stop it. You're being weird. Stop it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like, are you okay? And he's in between Mia and I. So Mia and I are like just totally chill. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, we see Anderson Pack because we saw him that one night. Yeah. We're like, we see him all the time. Like, this is a normal Thursday for us. Like, oh my god, don't freak out, Cal. And so then there's like live music playing. There's a, I think he was playing a guitar, but Romy can't remember playing some sort of instrument the whole night. And then at one point, so there it's it's Silk Sonic, which is Bruno and Anderson, my friends. And then at the table as well, there it looks like to be a manager of some sort. And then another person there. And then all of a sudden, he the other person gets up and he starts playing a I believe it was a trumpet with the guitar man. And they're just playing this was duet. Was it this or was it? This? It was a. Uh, so Cal's losing his mind because as we know he's a band kid yeah so he's just like oh my god freaking out and Bruno's going like yeah and like his voice and I was like (gasps) and then he sits down and like they're done playing and Jeremy goes anybody else want to sing anybody else want to sing like with Bruno there was so funny so then I see Zach Kornfeld the try guy yes love him gets up love him and I'm like please keep in mind my eyes are like this and I'm like watching and I see him get up and go it looks to be like he gives the musician money like a tip after he finishes performing so I was like Cal you have to give him money Cal you have to give him money you have to like oh my god you can walk by their table like oh my god here and I'm like this is peak Romy like you have to no, 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 you have to. Oh, so I pull Peter. some money out and I give it to him and he's like, Remy. Like, Knowing you, you pulled out a hundred dollar bill. It was a 20 and he <laughs> well deserved it. And I was like, go, 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 go. Like I'm trying to encourage him. And I can tell he's like, oh, okay, I will. And so by this time though, now the musician has moved to Bruno Mars and Anderson Beck's table. So he's sitting there with the trumpet player, them two, and then the musician, which you know, this freelance musician man is this is the peak of his life. He's sitting at a table with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, and just they're probably just like, dude, you killed it. Like they don't know were each they, other. He was uh, they're just like, dude, like they were just complimenting him. Okay. So Cal gets up because I forced him to give this man money because I'm like, this is such a good idea. And Cal, you know, Cal's like oh stressed and nervous. He walks over. Oh my god. And he goes <laughs> to the musician, goes, keep in mind, this musician is talking to Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. And he goes, uh. I think I'm supposed to give this to you. And the musician goes, uh, thanks. And like takes it. And then just like awkward, Cal's like standing there awkwardly. And he comes back to the table and I could feel the awkwardness. I was like, um, so what happened? And he was like, Remy, like I shouldn't have done that. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. Poor Cal. 
So I feel really bad. I definitely shouldn't have pressured him to do that. I mean, in the end, I was like, that musician is getting a tip. Like he should be happy. I understand that musician was probably starstruck himself, but you know, it was just bad timing on our behalf. And it was just like, I feel really bad. And that was like his dream, dream situation. So I hope the musician- I would have been mortified. It was really, really, really bad. And I still feel really bad to this day. Like if I hadn't- told him to do that like it would have been a perfect night perfect situation he would have enjoyed from afar and then went home and been like i saw my two favorite people in the world but no alas well now they saw him they for sure saw him (laughs) and they for sure felt that awkwardness i told him too i was like why don't you go like hey man you were so great he goes i'm supposed to give you like that's so weird (laughs) that's weird you'd be like hey my dude you killed it yeah exactly oh bruno Oh my god! I haven't seen you since Vegas front row. <laughs> you looked a little different. I was bugged out. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he's fine. He's over it. Oh my god! I have been listening to. Have you heard his song Seven Seven Seven? Yes, bitch. Oh, I've been. I'll be in my car and I'm like Seven Seven. seven. I like the I deserve to be. But he's so fucking good. He's so good. Me. Uh, so Bruno Anderson, if you're watching watching this, please feel free to shoot me a DM. Let me know, and I can show Cal that like you oh, guys are cool. Oh yeah. Oh, for it Cal- was really Wait, really for Cal's awkward. Birthday, we should DM <gasps> and just try to get a reply. Yeah, let's a cameo. They're yeah. definitely not on cameo. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not D-list not. enough to be on cameo. <laughs> oh, that was mean. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Pretty basic. So that's been top of mind for me and I feel really bad, but now did he say you have to make it up to him? Like, or what did we learn? No, because I spiraled more than he did. He was like, Remy, it's fine. He's like, I'm never going to see these people again. Like they're never going to remember me, which is as I was spiraling after Miley Cyrus, he said, Remy, she's never going to think of you again. I said, what? (laughs) You're like, (gasps) talking about (laughs) So he's cool with it. He's very well aware. I just felt so bad. But what did we learn in this situation? We learned if you're going to tip the musician, make sure they're alone and not absolutely life peaking at a table. Yeah, or even ruin that moment. Maybe they have a, 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 the case open. Maybe, maybe they have like a Venmo tips. QR code that you yeah, can. Yeah, maybe it's obvious. Or maybe we also, <laughs> also learned uh-huh. that maybe drunk Romy doesn't know everything. Oh, we learned that five years ago. What are you talking about? You know, so, so if so if he says no, it's fine, you know. And you're like, no, trust me, I yeah. know. I know you always say trust me, and I, I've learned you don't always There's trust Remy. There's nothing to trust. <laughs> I can trust Remy with my life. On what grounds do we Romy, trust Remy? I would trust for her to break me out of jail. So I trust her on on that level. But on the little things, I don't trust Romy with. You know, I'll take it. Yeah, no, it's great. I'll like ride that. or die. Ride that. or die. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I just thought of my right. Isn't it so embarrassing? Oh, bitch. <laughs> Don't worry. Right um, here. Yes. That is very embarrassing, I will say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is very embarrassing. Also, I think maybe a lot of us forgot about the fact that you were there for someone's birthday dinner. So then you just walk five feet away to go back and sit down. Oh, it was lovely. I told Jeremy, Jeremy was dying oh, laughing. Sure I like, told ha, Lauren ha. and Lauren was like, Lauren was like definitely worried. And then Jeremy was like, ha, ha. she's like, I said no photos and now I have to say no tips. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I thought I covered every awkward like thing. Okay. Last but not least, Zach happened to walk by eventually oh, later. Yes. And I was like, Zach, Zach. He's like, what? I was like, did you tip the, the music man money? And he goes, yes. Yes, I did. I was like, oh, thank God. And I told him the story and he was like, you dipped him money. Like you did nothing wrong. My guess is, you know how sometimes like 
even if a fan comes up to you at like a weird moment, how like, it's not that you don't want to talk to them, but like there's someone else there and you're like, uh, so, yes. so. Or, like, if you were on a first date and like a fan came up, which Loki, I'd be like living, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> do you want a picture? Yeah. Do you want an autograph? <laughs> but like, if that person doesn't know what you do, it'd be like, oh, like kind of like, yes. it could be weird when you're like, yes. it's not that you don't want to meet them. It's just like, oh, was that awkward? Whatever. I, I've learned a lot. I apologize profusely to Cal. He's fine. He's literally fine. But again, now Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars looked at him. That's actually <laughs> wait, really wait, true. In his birthday card, you should be like, I got you the gift that will always be with you forever. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. That's actually really good. That's funny. That's really funny. Wow. Well, I had nothing like that happen to me this weekend, okay. um, but that's hilarious. Thank you. Glad I could provide the laughs here for pretty basic Damn. at Cal's expense. Another thing, I went to dinner with my friend recently who I love so much. And I feel like this could be a good topic that we could talk about today. Ooh. I went and visited my friend. We had a lovely dinner. Winds were 15 miles per hour. I almost flew away. I'm so petite. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. So I did have something happen to me. I'm so petite. <laughs> You're no, I wish you'd just gone through away. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to a bar and long story short, we leave a little bit early. We're waiting for our Uber. Oh yeah. The winds were so yeah. bad. I think this was Saturday night. The power in the bar completely goes off. And I hear people like scream. And literally two seconds ago, we were in there. Like we had just left. Like while we're walking to the curb, it happens. And I was... I was like, thank God we weren't in there. And I like, I think if I were, especially if I was drunk and your mind is already like, you know, woo, if the lights went out, I think I'd be scared. My mind would go to the worst possible place of like, and it was what's happening. Yes, and like scary. It was so crowded. And even what's funny is since we were outside, we felt the wind being insane. And that happens a lot, especially here in LA. Like the winds can be so bad that the power goes out. It's oh, just, Santa it's very, Ana winds, Santa Ana winds. Um, do you remember being like at elementary school in the Santa Ana? You'd be like, oh, it's time for the it's Santa, Santa Ana wins. <laughs> I better cover And then my we eyes. would fly away with our big old backpacks. Yes. Going to school. <laughs> um, that's so funny. But yes, since we were outside waiting for our Uber and we saw the wind, I knew instantly, oh, the power went out because of the wind. But if I was inside, I don't think I would have thought of the wind whatsoever. Oh, I for sure wouldn't have. But it's it was scary. on a funny note. You know how like at 2 a.m. the lights come on, everyone yes. scurries? Like this is just the opposite yes, of like the lights go yes, off. Yes, yes. <laughs> Glad everyone's okay. I was at dinner though, and I was with my friend who I haven't been able to see in like a couple months. And I was like, okay, give me the updates and it mm. better not be what I think it's gonna Oof. be. And I was, you know, told exactly what I didn't want to hear, mm. which is that they did indeed get back with their toxic ex. And I feel like this is a good conversation to oh, have. Yeah. And just being like jokes aside, it's it's hard because obviously I understand that getting back with a toxic ex is always a learning experience for you because like we've mm. all done it, whatever the toxicity level might be. Like we always just, you know, you have to learn. And it's not until you learn your lesson that you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. So I understand for them that they need to go through that, but it's so hard to sit it's back so as a hard. friend. And also what kind of friend do I want to be? Do I want to be the friend who's like really stern and being like, no, you should not be doing this. Like stop. Or should I be the friend that's like, okay, you need to learn. I love you so much, but like, please, please, please stop. Like, where am I in between oh. there? And it's also hard when it's not just an acquaintance friend. It's one of your really close friends. Yes. And you, it's hard to figure out what's that role of their best friend or someone very close to their life who they trust 
to speak up. It's very hard. I don't even know. Honestly, I, I hope I did a decent enough job where I was just like, I know how this is going to play out. It's going to be this, but I will be there for you every step of the way. And I love you, but like, please it's let also, that happen soon. What's also hard is we've all been in the position where we have other people telling us, hey, that's not a good idea. Don't do it. And you're yeah. like, screw it. I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. So you know what they're thinking. You, you know how they're like, they're going to do whatever they want to do. I've been in my situation, my worst situation. I definitely had like split between friend groups of advice. Mm. And it honestly was nice having a little bit of both. And ultimately I knew I was gonna do whatever I wanted to do. I knew what I was, I was gonna go back. I was gonna keep going back (laughs) until finally for me, I was like, oh, wait, I'm finally hearing everything everyone is saying because I'm finally feeling that for myself. But like, I've said this before on the podcast, obviously, but like you and Ollie on one side were like, do it, have fun, be safe. And then Asian Girl Squad was like, you dumb bitch. You better not get in that <laughs> Uber. Pick and choose. Yeah, you better not. And I'd be like- You're in the Uber. <laughs> I know. No, um, literally location off. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I didn't see Can that. Can you turn the radio up, sir? Thank you. <laughs> Can I have the ox court? <laughs> so that's where I'm at right Is now. Is he good? Is he okay? Like what's the overall vibe here? Oh, well, you know what? They got back with the toxic ex and then broke up again before our dinner. Oh. So like I was more of just like it happened again. Yeah. Which is fine. So they're good now. And I this is the thing that I was like, so we're done. Right. <laughs> and he goes, ah. I was like, okay, That's all you need to know. Two months, let's run this back. It'll happen. If again. it's not a for sure, yes, I'm done. Yeah. Then just I wonder, I'm trying to think of when for me it was like, okay, I'm done. Because I kept going back to so many awful guys. (laughs) I think it's different for everyone. And what's hard is everyone wants to give advice like, hey, like this is what it's going to be like for you. But it's like, maybe it'll be a whole different situation. You know what I think for me it was, it's, and I said this in last week's episode, it was true exhaustion. Mm. It's because these like toxic guys only have so much to offer. And it's like nothing against them. They just really have only so much to offer. Or girls, because let's be real, girls can be toxic. So sorry, anybody, (laughs) whoever it is, they... People can only have so much to offer. And what doesn't align is your expectations with them. Mm -hmm. So for me, with like certain guys, I would like expect them to do all these sorts of things. And then anytime I would go or like go on a date or hook up, whatever it may be, it never aligned with my expectations. And you just have to hit that threshold of like, okay, no, next time. Okay, next time. Okay, next time. Until finally you're like, oh, wait, it's never, it's never gonna happen. Mm. And that's finally when you're like at true, for me, I was at true exhaustion with being like, Okay, so it's never gonna happen. So you can keep going back if you want. But if that's not meeting your expectations, why go? Mm. And then finally I was like, then it makes it so easy to ignore the text, ignore the calls, ignore the likes on Instagram, the story views. You're just like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Keep doing that if you want. Yeah. Give me the likes. Well, but you like burn I don't out care. on it. You're like, it's not outweighing anything. I feel like I've actually been the friend in this situation a lot. I don't know what it is, but a lot of my- You like, got dumb friends. I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> is in the water. <laughs> no, I really have. There's been a lot of instances for like, even just different toxic relationships, whether it was just like um, dating, friend, whatever. Like, I yeah. feel like people- have opened up to me in some of these situations. And I think I give them the advice that I would personally like, because I know me, if I shut down, like if I am vulnerable with someone, if I share how I'm feeling and then get shut down by them, I will never tell them anything again. Like that's how Ah. I am because I'm just like, oh, like that's like, it scarred me. So like if someone was to tell me, oh my God, Alicia, like don't ever see them again. Like he was horrible to you, blah, 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 blah. I'd be like, 
noted I can't like talk to you about this oh that's like me with my mom sometimes yes. which I love but you know like when you're a kid and you tell your mom about a friend that you got into yes. a fight with and, and your then, mom will never drop yeah. it or you're like mom it's been five years we're friends yeah again. you're like we're friends again they're like I'll never forget yes. like but I'm yes. that person okay because I'm also that way <laughs> you're gonna be a good mom <laughs> <laughs> but so since I'm that way I feel like I understand how I would rather someone if I was in a toxic relationship I would want my best friend to basically say like, hey, I'm here. I Like I would want to be able to talk to them. And okay. even if like, so I think being the friend, being supportive instead of saying don't do X, Y, Z is the best thing personally. Again, that's just from my experience and what I think, because in the end you would rather your friend, even if they are in a horrible toxic relationship, you want them to talk to you. Like the, when, they're, when they start keeping shit in and then let's say this toxic person is making them, start being weird and like distance from their family. That's the first like red flag, you know, mm-hmm. it's they're They're keeping them all to themselves. They're not letting them hang out with any of their other friends. Like, I think that communication between your friend and you is the most important Yeah, because you want to be in the know. You don't want them hiding secrets. You don't want them lying to you like that. And that's just like a, a recipe for disaster. So I think I would want someone to be like, Hey, I'm hearing you out. I understand. This is what I would do, but I support you in whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then if I was ever to be in a point that was very, very, very dangerous, um, I think because I have built that relationship with them, I'd be like, damn, they've never told me, hey, you need to get out of this mm. versus like right off the bat. Do you know what I mean? Like building yeah. that trust, I think is a huge, but that's, I, that's just how I work. But I think it's good to, okay, noted for later. I know, I'm like, I, so if I'm ever, yeah. <laughs> blink twice. I think it's good to, you know, honestly, I think this is a good conversation to have with your friends yes, or- like Before the guy, before the exactly, girl, like before exactly. you get like, there. If God forbid we were in this situation, whether it's like with other friends, with a guy, yes. with a girl, what, whatever it may be, even like with family and things, it's good to know like, okay, how do you like to receive advice and support? Yes. Because there were certain so times where I needed that you dumb bitch, yeah. stop it. Because I need that like sternness mm-hmm. because I won't give that to myself. And there are times where I personally- would prefer people being like, okay, do it, be stupid, but just know like, I'm going to be here, but also just know like, you're going to learn on your own. So it's, and like the thing is it changed for me so often. And I appreciated having both sides for Mm -hmm. me because it was really balanced, but maybe some person doesn't like to have like tough love Mm -hmm. and maybe they really need a gentle support. Like Mm -hmm. they should know, like figure out what you need and what you respond best to, because also I'm like very stubborn. And sometimes when I heard what I didn't want to hear, it would make me really upset and like want to almost self-destruct in a way because mm. I'm like, well, fuck them then. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, then I am just a hot mess. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just figuring out like how you want to be loved and how you want to be supported. Also, every situation is so different because I've also been in situations where someone comes to me for advice. A year later, they keep not listening to me but then asking me for advice. And they're like, you're right, you're right. Why am I not doing this? Da, 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 da. And then it's just this cycle and cycle to where then I get burnt out. And I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna like give you advice if you're like, you really just don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then it's also hard to to be to care and be as invested. I don't know. It's so it's so circumstantial. Pretty basic. I had one friend who was in a very, very, very toxic situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we were friends, but we weren't best friends. So her best friend came to me and said, hey, I'm worried, what do I do? Should I talk to her? I said, yes, I definitely think it's to that point. You need to talk to her. Yeah. This, oh, no. I didn't mean the next day with five people in an intervention. Oh, I don't <laughs> think an intervention is no, ever I good. I am so against interventions because 
in the end, it's just a talk. Yeah. When you put, when you have the title intervention, it's so aggressive. It's very like, I don't know. It's a lot. And then most of the time you don't need, like it's it, just keep it one-on-one because if that person feels ganged up on, they will literally shut down and get so defensive. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not, it's the banner. Now is up. again, maybe you've had an interven- intervention done to you and it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, it, like it's different, but I do think overall, most of the times I think that is, especially when they don't see it coming, they get caught off guard. They're very defensive. They're not receptive to what you're saying. They feel attacked. Um, and I literally was like, I didn't say <laughs> have um, an intervention. intervention the next day with like all your friends. Like why was that girl there? She didn't even need to be there. Like random <laughs> shit. I'm just like, oh my God. Like don't say it was me. Also think of it like, Instead of having someone walk into a room, now we're just talking about interventions, but imagine walking into a room and you're sat down. It's very like a somber feeling. There's a, a really light. sad banner. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like sad I- banner up on the wall. The p- people probably don't do banners, but like, and then five people are talking at you at once. You are going to shut down and you are going to oh. feel attacked. And then versus five deep, intimate talks with these individuals like you're going to be so and imagine like on talk three you're like oh my god this is the third person you're like this is a reoccurring thing yes Yes. i feel like that would help a little more if you're planning on having an intervention but what do i know again just to talk i also i think this is me going deep and loving therapy which i still need to head up my therapist has been a little bit (laughs) um in the end like we all have shit and a lot of times when people are in toxic relationships it's because there's something deeper there and it can take years of therapy to figure out why you keep going back to these type of people or mm-hmm. if there's a pattern or whatever um and i think as the friend it's so important just to listen it's so easy to get mad at them and be like what the fuck are you doing blah blah blah, blah. but it's like clearly that's not going to help the situation like yeah. you really have to get down deep and realize that also like toxic relationships like it can be an addiction to like keep going back to that person like you know like so there's like a self-worth thing yes. also we know everything stems from childhood. childhood trauma the family origin like there is shit in all of us and i hate when people are like oh my god i don't need therapy I'm like but we all need therapy we all need we therapy all need it. like and also most of the time i've been very lucky that like my toxic situations have been so minuscule obviously there mm-hmm. are, there's a a whole span of what sort of toxic you yeah. could be yeah but at least from what I've experienced, you don't realize that you're in a toxic situation till you're out of it. And you look back and you're like, ooh, that was not very normal. Yeah, but then I've also been in situations where I've had family or even really close friends come to me after I have distanced from someone and they're like, oh yeah, I I didn't want to tell you, but I didn't really like them. Mm -hmm. I thought that they were using you, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I've had this happen multiple times in my life. And I'm like, like, why did no one tell me? But then I get it, I get it. It's so hard to go up to someone during it Mm -hmm. and be like hey little flag yeah so i do think now after 28 years i'm like okay i do think it's important to the people that i love and trust to be like hey i give you permission if there's ever someone who you're like unsure of to voice that to me or even we can have a code word or you can even just be like hey not a big deal yet but i saw that flag yeah i think just like having that like system with your friends just like you said having those conversations beforehand how do you like hearing feedback like how do you how do you handle all of that is important even when ollie came on the podcast we were talking about how i had had a relationship that was what it was and where it was at for a very long time so to me it felt very normal Mm. and almost like it was like oh this is just how it's gonna be yeah but then ollie came into my life and kind of disrupted that by having a conversation with me that was really hard and he knew hey if we have this conversation Uh, Remy might not want to be my friend anymore because Mm -hmm. I'm disrupting something that's been for so long, but I just didn't think it was 
good for either of yeah. them. So when we had that conversation, that was like great for me because I saw it from a whole new perspective. Also, I think that's so admirable for someone to say, hey, I understand if this could hurt our friendship, mm-hmm. but I have to voice it. And that yeah. shows that they care about you. Yeah. Like to be willing to walk away and deal with those repercussions if it's not receptive, mm-hmm. you know? That's a ride or die. Ride or motherfucking die. Damn, that's hard. Well, I'll, I'll be thinking of him. I think I can see for him, we are nearing the end. It's Good. mostly because he's getting fed up, which yeah. I love. Cause I'm like, okay, I've been saying this. I've been saying it, I've been saying it. Finally, like you are not only just hearing me say it, you are feeling it yourself. Yeah. And that's when you know it's coming to an end. Yeah. Cause other than friendships, I haven't been in a toxic dating situation. So here I am giving all this advice and like, God forbid I'm in that situation. You're gonna be like, bitch, I'm giving you the code word. I You're think not listening we need to a safe word. I think honestly, everyone kind of has to have, again, to some level. And I hope that on the spectrum, it is the very small level, but it teaches you a lot yeah. about other people, what you don't want in a relationship. Also, it's important to realize that two people can be toxic for each other. Yeah. And it's not that you are a horrible, toxic person, but that relationship is just not good. Yeah. And I think that helps you realize that like, because it's so easy to throw around the word toxic. To be like, oh my God, they're toxic. They're toxic. Yeah, like X, like, uh, you know, like ban or, you know, whatever. When I think it's important to realize I could not be a toxic person, but maybe in one specific relationship with someone, we're just not vibing. Jealousy. Anything. Yeah. Just boom, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that is a good thing to also realize that it's like, if you're not a bad person. That happens a lot. A lot of the friends that have come to me are very much like, no, 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 but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And I've said, I'm like, look, I'm sure he's a great guy. I just think your guys' relationship is to isn't, you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sure he's a good guy. And I, I like, however, I just think the relationship's not it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that gives a better perspective because I think a lot of times friends will come in being like, he he sucks and da-da-da-da, he's horrible, he's horrible. And then they're like, no, 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 I promise. Like, they get defensive, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I've been like, you can, I just think you'll be okay your whole life. And boom, no one wants to be okay. Boom. Mike, Rob. Well, wait, what? What time is it, Loshi? 11, 11, 2.46. Happy hour? Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up because- Of course I'm gonna bring it up. I was no joke, like in the shower yesterday and I was like, oh my God, did she go to happy hour? (laughs) Happy hour with Chris? I forgot to follow up. (sighs) I didn't want you to bring it up because I knew you were gonna be upset that it didn't happen. And I know everyone listening and watching is literally going to be like, I knew she wouldn't go. But you, the days that he were, was available, I wasn't. I would say, I was going to say, in your defense, as I was messaging Chris, as you, your schedule was very busy yes. and his weren't aligning with And he yours. was, it wasn't. So we're still talking. <laughs> okay. Not like every day, but you know, we've still been, you know, every now and then. Okay. Um, but it didn't happen. And I was very <laughs> hoping you wouldn't bring it up because I, was, I knew people were going to be like, I knew she you wasn't going to go. You have to bring it up. We can't talk about it last week. We need continuity. Continuity, constant baby content. Content baby continuity. Continuity, <laughs> content baby content. Um, continuity baby content. Yes. But um, yeah, it's, it's. It's good. <laughs> so you're gonna go to happy hour with Chris? This, yes, because I have to bring. I ha, I feel like no, I have no, to. no 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 no. You don't have to go to happy hour with Chris if you don't want to go to happy hour with Chris. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. And you need to date if you yourself want to date. If you yourself want a relationship. If you yourself want to hook up with someone. Whatever it may be. Like you need to do that for you. If you're just doing that for the podcast, that's not fair to yourself, to us as listeners and to the guys you are going out with. 
but it would be fine if that's what I want. <laughs> if you if you want to do everything I just said. <laughs> you want to make us happy at Pretty Basic. Yes, I want to bring the dating tea. We don't need like that. Think about this also. On the other hand, if it was just involving you, that's fine. But there are other people's feelings at stake here too. And that's oh. not cool to do that. It's true. That's not cool. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking of you a few years ago. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> Turtles? You're like, there's feelings involved. There's feelings. Yes. There's feelings well, okay, involved. Well, okay, okay. I do have a one. I, I actually think this is more interesting than if I was to go with to happy hour with Chris. Okay. Um, Guess who I saw? I've been waiting to tell you this entire story. You actually yeah. may have seen. The listeners, you know, I talked about one time when I met up with Patty Stanger. She is the millionaire matchmaker. Yeah. Um, TK and I actually, uh, we got, we got dinner with her the other night. Please share the wisdom of Patty. Um, she's basically a dating expert. She like match makes people all the time. If you didn't hear the last time I talked about her, but I still want her to come on the podcast. We'll just have to figure out like a, a schedule thing. Maybe this year's season four, you know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll happen. Here's hoping. Um, but she was definitely dropping some, some hard truths, you know? And I think, one thing I realized, you know, a dinner or a time or a talk is good when I whip out my phone for notes. I've been mm-hmm. doing that. I feel like I've been doing that a lot lately, but I kind of love it. But it's so good. So you don't, don't forget. It's so good. So I wrote a whole bunch of random stuff down while she was talking. And one thing that I thought was really interesting is, you know, TK and I are saying kind of like what we're looking for. And both of us have even said, you know, we're not looking to get married. We kind of just want to have some fun. Um, but like potential, you know, like just whatever. And instantly she basically said how, fun is fine. Anytime you or another person says looking to have a fun time, fun equals non-committal. Exactly. And I was like, yes, totally. So then how come when people are like, oh yeah, no, we're just having fun. But then boom, feelings, boom. Why aren't they texting? Boom, this, but oh no, you're just wanting fun. Like it was a very like scene. It's because they don't want fun. It's because they want commitment, but they're trying to tell themselves they want fun. So this dinner was good because I think she definitely was helping us realize like, what do you really, 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 really want? Yeah. Like really, really, really want. I was like, damn, I think more people need to take time to sit back and truly think about what they really, really, really want. Because I personally was sitting there and I was like, Okay, I don't just want fun because clearly, <laughs> clearly I would have been having fun yeah. if I wanted fun. Yeah. So why, okay, so I think more than that, I definitely am wanting like potential, potential relationship, but I don't want to just like, I'm not about the hookup culture. I don't want to just like hook up with random people, but like I want it to be fun and be like, oh, like maybe there could be a relationship there. I think I know what you want. I think you want a relationship, but you don't, obviously it's like the first guy you're going to meet also is not going to be a relationship. So you're working your way to find a relationship and whatever term that relationship might be is what is up for debate for you. Yes. Whether it's a five year or what, and you get married or whether it's just a couple months, like just something. And I think a lot of people, girls, guys, gays, everyone is in a similar position to me where they're like, I'm not about hookup culture. I respect it if people want to do that, but I just don't really want that. However, I also have my sister who's now in a relationship or other people who are in, you know, more, you know, I'm, I'm in my late twenties. Girl, <laughs> me too. But like, I'm also not dying to get married. I have so many friends who genuinely, their only goal in life is to be married and have kids. Yeah. And that's not where I am. So when I say I'm not trying to get married, obviously I want to be married one day, but I'm also not, I'm not like, 
I'm not there yet where I'm freaking out about it. You're not looking for the guy that you're going to marry, but if you stumble upon him, you're not, not going to say no. I'm not going to be like, no, you got to wait. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, okay, let's, yeah. you know. But I think there are a lot of times people are in that middle position where it's like, okay, I want more than just like a hookup. I also am like, I'm down for a relationship, but I also, it doesn't need to be serious. Like it, it can be slow. It can take its time. And I feel like she helped me like really, I think I knew that deep down, but it, she helped me kind of like understand that because again, I'm like, okay, if fun is non-committal, why would I ever say like, yeah, I'm just trying to have fun. Cause I'm like, no bitch, you're not trying to. It's also not that. fun when you're seeing somebody and you, and they're also seeing other people. And then you're yes. like, wait, okay. I said, I want fun, but now I want him. More, I want, yeah. <laughs> now I, I want you. I want commitment, <laughs> but that's, you can't ask, you yes. can't ask them of that. Yes. You already decided at the beginning, what you were saying, and like that's, I've had that a lot of times too, where it's like, okay, well, I can't blame them for me no. lying to myself. Or you can't blame them for, like, let's say a guy tells you in the beginning, just looking for fun, and you're like, great, me too. And then three months in, you're like, well, are we, well, now are we more? Like, yeah, and he's then like, no, I just said fun. Yeah. And then, and then he's still saying, like, oh, no, 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 like, we're just having a fun time. Like, yeah. it's, you know, I really like you as a friend, like, whatever. Like, all, all of the sayings that are saying, I don't want a relationship. But what's hard is, you know, you're like, well, what if things change? Like, yeah. what if they, they, they change? So um, I loved that. I thought that was really good for me to be like, okay, this is good to know. Pretty basic. I'm having right. a flashback to old pretty basic episodes where I was dating yes. or I was going through it. And that's what I'd always say. I was like, be honest with yourself. Yes. Figure out what you want. Mm -hmm. Do not lie to yourself. The one person <laughs> you can be the most honest with is you. Yes. And here's the thing. Tell yourself what you want and then say, okay, now what are you really like? Like, be yes. like, how are you? No, how are you really? Yes. Like, what are you re really? Like, let's be real. That's um, great though. I loved that. And then also TK said I could share this, but TK was basically asking her some questions because she's saying, hey, random question. Like, what? what's your thoughts on this? I was talking to this guy for like a hot minute. We, you know, have right off the bat, hit it off. Um, we're actually, we're good friends. We talk every now and then. But we went on this date and it was amazing. You know, it was, it was so good, but then never followed up with a second date. You know, we definitely talk every now and then, whether it's text or stories, you know, we're buds, but clearly like something just changed. Like the energy changed. Like what, what do you think happened? But he'll still talk to me, but it's definitely friend. Like, and I'm, I'm sitting here not wanting to be, not wanting to say, Hey, let's go on a date. I'm wanting him yeah. to ask me. Sorry, she actually did have a second date planned. Like they had talked about it. He was into it. She was into it. But it just fell through. Scheduling, busy, whatever. Kind of like happy hour with Chris. You know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> um, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Rim's hurt by it. <laughs> Not after I was messaging. I feel like I was yeah, set up. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so then she's, you know, telling her more information just about him. How about how the vibe was? Da, 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 da. Was there kissing? Did you hold hands? Like all that kind of shit. And... She gets serious and she looks TK in the eye and she goes, ah, I know what you did. You filled up his love tank. I can't with this woman. And I was like, I can't with uh, this woman. You need to meet her. I so just, good. I feel like she talked to me and I'd just be like, no, literally though, like, listen, this is the crazy thing. Everything you're like, huh? And then you really think about it. And you're like, whoa, it makes so much sense. Okay? But to me, she's like a walking rom-com. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay. No, okay. Yeah. We're all in the lines here. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, and I was like, explain, what is this definition? There's all these words and terms. And I'm like, what the fuck is, what is a love tank? And she basically explained it. And it made so much sense. Have you ever had a guy like hit you up and it makes you feel confident? Yes. yes. Duh, you know what I mean? So she was saying like, 
the times that they've talked here and there or like he hits her up with a text and like she'll reply and stuff. It's filling up his love tank, which basically makes him feel more confident to go out and date more and vice versa. It also does, you know, for the girl or TK in this instance, like even when I'm on dating apps, right. And I have all these guys like replying to photos and trying to match with me or whatever. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm hot shit. Which makes me feel like, Oh, I want to keep dating more. Oh, now I have confidence to go you know, have a conversation with that guy or whatever. And it's nothing against the guys in the freaking on the, the dating apps, but I'm like, oh, it makes you feel like, oh, what else is out there? Like, what else can I find? And it just builds that confidence within you. And she referred to it as a love tank. So she was saying, it's nothing that you necessarily did. He's just, for whatever reason right now, isn't really wanting a relationship because clearly he would have if he like wanted to like pursue that. But more than that, like, by him texting you and hitting you up when he hasn't talked to you in months and you replying, it's showing that you're still kind of interested. Like you're still like, you know what I mean? Well, he knows that he can text you, you, and you will reply. And he's like, it's a back burner thing. It's like, I know she's there. I can have her whenever I want. I just don't want it now. So I'll just put that on simmer and I'll just keep living my life. And the thing is, is I think guys specifically, also girls too, but guys specifically are so dumb that they're just like, oh, out of sight, out of mind. They forget about you. They're doing their life. And then whether they're talking to someone else and that falls through or whatever, maybe they go on another date and it's a fail and then they're bored and then they're like, oh yeah, TK. And then they're like, how yeah. are you? Like, I think a lot of it's unconscious. But like, I want you to take that power. And next time he texts you, well, I'm But what if she wants to text him? Why would you want to text him? Because maybe she's just wanting to like. If she wants to also. If you also just want to text him, just text him, then text him. But if you're looking to like go out on another date, then I would say don't because that's like, he should be Filling asking yes. his love tank. Like if the second one fell through, like he, if he really wanted to, should have reached out the next day. Hey, I'm so sorry. Let's mm-hmm. meet up next week or something like that mm-hmm. because you deserve someone who will do that. But even, yeah, I don't want to be Ooh. too specific, but um, I'm oh, sorry. I was literally, should I not? I was, Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure you never know. Rim had a few that we were like, they don't listen. They fucking listen. They listen. They fucking listen. Love our fans. Love, Love our fans. <laughs> um, but even recently he was like, oh, why didn't you hit me up? And she's like, what? Like, li- oh, I can't. No, I don't understand. It. I know. Never mind. I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> so um, it was, it, it was just like kind of complicated, but I did like what she said because I was like, there is a lot of truth to that. Like the amount of times when you just like feel confident, you're like, wow, am I hot shit? Do people want me? Oh my God. Maybe that will like give me confidence to go up to someone else or blah, 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 whatever. And something that TK and I both related on. And I feel like you were always opposite, which I was so envious of. For me, I just kind of wait for the guy to fully make moves making moves. I like, I want them, (laughs) I want them to, you know, I don't know. I feel like I just kind of wait and ask them to. And I don't know if it's because actually I know, I definitely think it's just my ego. Sometimes I have no problem being like, Hey, let's get drinks, but anything more than like anything after that, or even like, I want them to be the ones to do that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like in this situation that TK's in, I understand why she's sitting there kind of waiting for him to take, you know, the initiative and, and be like, Hey, by the way, like maybe the date fell through for whatever reason, it was genuinely just like schedule, but I'd be like, okay, well, are you, are you going to ask, are you going to ask me instead of saying, so I get that. But I feel like you've always been so just like, like why waste your life? Why waste your time? Who cares? So I'm like, is it just an ego thing or is it also like, he doesn't know you well enough where if he were to say, Hey, I, you know what? I just don't want to like, that's fine. He, you guys went on one date. He knows barely anything about you. Like that's his loss for not going out and like giving her more of a chance. Yeah. But like, why would you want to date someone like that anyways? Why would you want to also like, I'm guaranteeing you if it's this hard to get to go on a second date, 
dating and or like moving forward towards dating is not going to mm-hmm. be any easier. Yeah. The one last thing that she said, well not she said a lot, but one last thing that I wrote down on my phone <laughs> um, was basically advice to people who are going on dates like no other. Like you a few years ago before you met Cal, you're like, I'm tired of all these dates. Like they're so pointless. What do I do? Like, I don't want to go anymore. I, I lost the fun out of it. Um, it's now a chore kind of. She was basically saying how if you're in that situation and you're just going on dates and they're not working to really change your perspective and see it as a positive thing and pretend you're like a data analysis, like pretend you're sitting here and you're getting all of the research, try to find anything. What's in common with all these guys? Why do I keep going to these guys? Like what is it about them that I'm attracted to? Is it physical? Is it like personality? Like, is it their job? Is it where they went to call? Like what specifically is it? Because you can tell a lot from a person about the people that they date, not even just, oh, I have a type. But even if they are completely different, there's something there that you like. So to kind of just like see it as a positive thing and get into like research mode. And even if after the date you have to sit with a list and write out things about them and like start connecting the dots. One, you can find out a lot about sometimes even your trauma (laughs) in your life. But then two, even just like, oh, I keep gravitating towards these guys and I'm mad they're not making initiative. However, every single time I'm the one who has to ask them out. You know what I mean? Like Mm. finding those, like be a little detective and really kind of just see it as a positive thing. And I feel like a lot of people, when they're in that situation, they just think, what's wrong with me? No one would like me. I'm like unlikable. I'm unlovable. Instead of realizing like, okay, what's the pattern here? Like what? What do all these guys have? Or also like, what can you get out of that? If it's that bad, like, oh, I got to meet someone new. Oh, I got to figure out like, these are good questions to ask people in general or people to ask uh, questions to ask on dates. I got a free drink out of this. I got to go out on a Friday night. Sometimes you get a free drink. Sometimes. Sometimes you got to split the drink, which is I can't be mad if let's say go on a date, guy splits the bill. It's happened, right? But then I'm, I agree. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. And I pull out my card and da, da, da. I can't be mad the next date if he goes, oh yeah, so split it. You know, it's like setting that boundary yeah. of like, oh, I thought like you can joke be like, oh yeah. I mean, I did think you were t- like, you asked me out, but like I'm down, like something just like. I'm a firm believer in like splitting it on the first date. And if he pays and like, that's cool. But I do think splitting Sorry, yes, is personally yes. fine. I personally do. I think if whoever asks out, like if I'm like, hey, let's get drinks, then I can't expect him to pay. Yeah. But if he says, hey, I want to take you out. Then and I'm like, yeah, I'm expecting him out. to pay. For sure. But I feel like I low-key judge if they ask to split. I think I do. I'm like, I don't know if I'm just a bitch or if I'm just like, that's something I'm wanting. I'm like, oh, I want them to like, maybe, I don't know. It's I just don't know. a little more, it's more old school. I think it's just yeah, whatever you I think. am a little more old school in a lot of ways, but <laughs> um, I feel like I am more old school the more that, I, like, obviously like I'm not that into hook, like hookup culture, like all that kind of stuff. Again, don't judge anyone if they are, but um, I, I would like the guy to get the bill. I'm very old school in my way of thinking of, which if something were to happen and, you know, this went out of line, I'd be fine. But I've always just been very traditional in the way I think that I would like to get married and then have kids. Yes, same. Or what, what else is there? There's something. Well, married Am I missing something? Engaged? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, whatever. I, I, in traditional timeline, that's what I would like for myself. But yeah. also like, if I were to have River tomorrow, then uh, that's happening. I'm literally the exact same page. I feel like I would like to be married and then married for a few years before kids. But obviously yeah. like if 
that happens and I'm pregnant next week, then if I'd be river's like, coming, okay. river's coming. Then you know what? The baby content. The river be flowing. <laughs> we call later. Aspen up. Aspen, hey girl. I'm literally, I'm like, Aspen. Any tips? Cove want to do a little play day? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I would just like to say, Cove is my favorite baby to ever. She's so cute. Also, I'm Aspen, obsessed. I know you're never out here, but when you're in LA, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <gasps> please Aspen and please bring Cove We were talking Lola. about you the other day because we were like, oh my God, her TikToks, like how sassy they are. Like I <gasps> No, did you see the one where it was like, like um someone asked like why are you still doing youtube and then she replied to the comment and someone had replied and was like why would she stop when she's making millions and her sound was yeah <laughs> i was like aspen was like, yes. so funny. cove's my favorite please bring her on us with cove for an episode <laughs>